Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with the Fantastic Two, and that is myself. And my man across from me, that's Mr. Front Row, Kenny. Kenny, my brother, how are you doing and how was your weekend? Yo, what is going on? I don't know if I had a weekend like Denny Hamlin or I had a weekend like Alex Bowman, but <laughs> I don't know if I can match their energy, but I thought it was a, I, I had a decent weekend. I don't know if I was like them two, but I had a pretty decent <laughs> one. So Halloween did happen this past weekend. I did not do anything, just FYI. Y'all know how I do. I'm sure I said it last year. That I just don't really do anything for it. Ain't nothing against nobody to do it, obviously, but that's just me. So, that being said, Renee's weekend was probably much better than mine. So, Renee, how was your weekend? <laughs> yeah, well, my weekend was uh, a, a little eventful. Excuse me. My weekend was a, a little eventful, uh, kind of getting back on the eventfulness of what I'm used to. So Friday night, really just kind of uh, low-key, try to get up on stage at one of the local clubs out here. It didn't happen because Mr. Kevin Hart happened to happen to walk in through the room, and that just eliminated all, all of that opportunity. <laughs> but nevertheless, uh, that's usually how it goes in the entertainment business. But on Saturday, two Halloween parties, my brother and me and my... Me and my girl went to both and just had a wonderful, wonderful time and maybe had a little bit too much spooky juice because we were trying to recover <laughs> all day Sunday. Hey, I feel but, that. Yeah, but I, I did get to watch those Cowboys, my brother. Yes, sir. Six in one. Cooper Rush. Talk to him. Yeah, man. Cooper Rush for mayor of Dallas, man. <laughs> hey, man, look, I ain't going to lie to you. So when I saw Dak Prescott was down, I was like, eh, I don't know how we're going to do. But look, I'm going to tell you also firsthand, I'm a Florida Gators fan. So I have seen Will Greer play. I have lived the Will Greer experience. So I'm glad I saw Cooper Rush's name up there instead of Will Greer because I would have been tearing my eyes out if I saw that again. I don't. <laughs> I don't need that type of energy in my life again, and I've seen enough of it for a couple years in Florida. I'm good. So, shout out to Cooper Rush. Yeah, they put together a whole game, like a legitimate, complete game. So, I will give them yeah, all the did. credit in the world because I'm sitting there looking at the scoreboard. I'm like, man, I don't know. And then it was tied up for a long time, and they finally broke through. That last touchdown was pretty crazy. And I think, actually, there is some crazy stat about Cooper Rush and Amari Cooper. I think that's the first really? I think that's the first time a touchdown has been scored well thrown to one I think someone with the same name to some capacity or something like that. I got to find a stat. It is somewhere oh, out that? there. But it's crazy. It's a wild stat. Like I never would have thought of it. I'm really going to be struggling to think about it as we go through this episode. But yeah, it was a wild stat. It was a super wild NFL stat. Wow, I, I'm going to be honest with you, Kenny. I didn't even know that that stat, st excuse me. Wow, Kenny, I didn't even know that that stat existed. I, I got to find it. I, yeah, man, that's actually really cool, though. But, you know, as as I'm watching the game and I was listening to, you know, the all the guys on ESPN talk about, you know, what Cooper Rush needed to do, he actually did exactly what they said he, he needed to do, which was just relax and just play the game and not try to do too much or anything like that because uh, I thought even after, even after the interception that he threw, 
I was like, wow, man. I was like, you know, that's exactly what Cooper Rush did. He just kind of hung in there. He relaxed, took a deep breath. And man, you're right. The the whole team put a, a whole team effort on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. And the defense pretty much sealed the deal at the end, man. You know, I, I thought it was a really good win. And I'm sure Cowboy Cowboy haters are really hating this part of our podcast right now. And they're like, all right, let's just get to some NASCAR talk. <laughs> hey, look, we, we did the thing. So, hey. I, yeah, man. I, uh, yeah. I ain't mad <laughs> one bit. You know, I always was, I always was say. I will always say, hey, look, I always want to tell about Christmas, but, you know, sometimes you don't get, sometimes you don't get to Christmas and you're like, you know what, ain't none of that happening, but it seems like so far we've got ourselves a pretty decent team. They look pretty good, and I think that's a a huge confidence booster for a team going through their, basically their leader going down like that. Like, that, yeah. that in itself is something else for a team to deal with in the middle of the season like that's that's not that's not easy like at all like it is not easy whatsoever so yeah shout out to them boys (laughs) well i tell you i'll tell you who didn't have uh, a good halloween and 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 probably thought he was having a halloween nightmare and that was denny hamlin obvious for obvious reasons with alex bowman we'll get to that in just a second but kenny if you want to go ahead and break down that that top 10 for us at Martinsville. Go ahead and then run it down by us. Yeah, Martinsville was wild, no doubt. Alex Bowman, for a second time this year, his fourth career win, or his fourth win this season, he stole the show from Denny Hamlin in Virginia, like he did in on the last restart. Here, late in the race, he ended up getting together with Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin was pretty pissed off. He called Alex Bowman a hack. So, <laughs> yeah. in case you didn't see that interview, I would definitely say go check I, it out. It was crazy. And you know what's funny? Real quick, Kenny, I'm going to tell you, I, I laughed when I, when, I, when I saw and I heard that actually being said. Because hack is something that we use. It's a term we use in the stand-up world for somebody who either likes to steal jokes or... Or just says, you know, really silly, easy jokes just to get an easy laugh. And that's what we call a hack. But when he said it, it just kind of... Because I've never really heard a NASCAR driver really use that term. And I started laughing. And I was like, a hack? I was like, I want to know what that means. (laughs) Hey, look, he was feeling some type of way. He was not... Yeah, definitely was. Um... Yeah. Also, but but I but I knew I, I for one thing is for sure though Kenny I knew he was pissed off. Yeah, no, he was pissed. Like he was super pissed. Like um, not a very happy camper. Also, I do have that stat real quick before we finish the remainder of the top ten. Oh so, yeah, Cooper Rush to Amari Cooper is the first NFL is the first touchdown in NFL history where the passer's first name and the receiver's last name are an exact match. So yeah, that is nuts. Wow, that that, that is nuts. Very random stat, well, but those are my type of stats. I love those stats. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I like them too. Those little uh, off the wall random stats. Yeah, I I love them. Yeah, especially when especially when they favor uh, a, a team I like and even better <laughs> or a driver and even better. Now speaking of things in favor, things did not go in favor for Kyle Busch. He even though he came home in second, he does not advance to the championship four. Unfortunately, neither does Brad Keselowski, who came home in third. Martin Truex Jr. is advancing to the championship four, came home in fourth. William Byron, not in the playoffs, fifth place. Sixth was Eric Amarola, solid day for Stuart Haaskamp. Seventh was Kurt Busch. Eighth was Eric Jones, good day for RPM. Ninth, another great day for Roush Fenway Racing with Chris Busher. 
And to round out the top 10 was Joey Logano, who also did not make the playoffs. His teammate, Ryan Blaney, I guess I might as well go ahead and call him a notable, did not have a day. As I would casually say, he was just, he had the great cloud over him, literally. It was just a great cloud from a tire going down, from speeding up hit road, everything that went wrong possibly could have went wrong having damage. It was just not a great day for Ryan Blaney, and honestly, in a very good season of his, he had three wins this year, a very solid outing, no doubt, and just could not get it done. He effectively, after not having a great weekend at Texas, that really did him pretty badly, and honestly, I thought that it was going to shape out a little bit differently for him and his his playoff run. Excuse me, I meant to say Kansas. That's where he did not have good luck either, but yeah, it did not shape out for him. A very good year, no doubt, for Ryan Blaney, for sure. I'm sure they can um, hold their heads high to some degree. I know they're not necessarily in the championship for, but a very, very solid outing. And unfortunately, his teammates are going to join him as well in Phoenix that will not be competing for the NASCAR Cup Series championship. That's Brad Keselowski and Joey Logano, unfortunately, so they won't be competing for that. Kyle Busch, obviously, as well, has been eliminated. And your championship four now stand as Chase Elliott, who is last year's champion. Kyle Larson has not won a NASCAR championship just yet. Neither has Denny Hamlin. And Martin Truex Jr., who has also won a championship. So a very interesting story going into the championship four, obviously. And when you look at it, you've got Martin Truex Jr. and Chase Elliott. Obviously, like I said, previous champions and Denny Hamlin and Kyle Larson, who are just searching for that first one. And... It's also crazy that we get Joe Gibbs versus Hendrick Motorsports, and they've been easily two of the best teams all year long. And, Renee, I got to say, it's finally here. We're coming down to literally the last (laughs) race of the season. And I don't know, what do you think? What has been your observation of the championship for if you're a betting man, which we'll get to a little bit later, you know, who are you thinking about, who you may be picking, and, you know, who is your initial favorite? Obviously, someone else can still win the race, but who's your favorite for the championship for? Yeah, you know, Kenny. First of all, let me let me say this about the whole about the whole Penske team being eliminated. You know that, that it's crazy to, to think that that all three of them were eliminated and not at least one driver moved on to the final four. But it makes sense in this particular situation only because I think the final four that you have. Let's be honest, Kyle Larson has just been a monster all season long. That's that's that goes without saying. Chase Elliott has been pretty consistent this year as well. And Denny Hamlin's been Denny Hamlin, even though he didn't actually get a win the entire season. But he was always up there right, you know, right I mean, literally just right up there where he could have finished, but 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 didn't happen. But I could still see how Denny Hamlin is in the top four. Martin Truix is probably the wild card that I saw here that went, okay. And not that I'm surprised to see Truex, but I thought maybe just one of the Penske drivers would actually beat him out. Only because, like I've always said before, Kenny, you know, the Penske drivers, whether it be Blaney or Keselowski or Logano, sometimes, you know, those those guys, one of them just shows up and wins a race when you least expect it. And and I mean, for, for, for all intentional purposes, Keselowski came in third, but... It 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 definitely is not not that surprising to see the the final four in, in, that are that are going to be fighting for the championship. I will say this: as far as the final four is has 
the way it has shaped out, Martin Truex Jr. definitely is uh, the one that just kind of stands out where you're like, I think... Truex is going to be the one that's going to have the hardest time winning. And, and and what I mean by that is Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, and Denny Hamlin have all been running really hard all season long. And they, uh, excuse me, they've been running hard all season long. And it's just one of those things where I just think it's going to come down to those three. I would be surprised if Martin Truex Jr. pulls a rabbit out of his hat. Not that he can't do it, but I'd be surprised if Martin Truex Jr. comes away with the W. Now, I mean, that's just the way I look, but, you know, uh, I mean, like I said, stranger things have have ha- stranger things have, have happened in sports and stranger things have happened in, in the NASCAR Cup Series all season long. No, you're absolutely right. And I think when you look at the championship for it, I don't know what it is about it, at least last year, now that I think, so Chase Elliott obviously made it in last year. Now, he was definitely not my championship pick. I was thinking a situation with like Denny Hamlin probably winning that championship or Joey Logano maybe, but that didn't happen. Obviously, Chase Elliott won it. And he had a good year last year. And I didn't really think it was like to the point where they were going to end up coming to the playoffs and they ended up winning the championship. I just thought they had a decent year. When we first came back from the initial break, they were on fire. I felt like they were very good just right out the get-go. Like I thought the nine car was rolling off fast every single weekend. They had no issues really, but it always seems to be that person where you weren't really thinking about them as much. And Martin Truex Jr. definitely fits the bill. I have not really thought of him as much this season. He's had a quiet, decent season. Like it's not bad by any means. Um, I almost treat it the same way Denny Hamlin. He has two wins this year so far, but he's also led a ton of laps. I believe him and Kyle Larson have led the most laps combined this entire season. So when you break it down like that, it just makes you think initially, like, okay, you know, Kyle Larson has led two thousand plus laps. Denny Hamlin has led fifteen hundred laps alone this season. So easily the two most in quote dominant drivers have made the championship for so it's not hard to pick one or the other also the 750 horsepower package has been really really good for Denny Hamlin he's won at Darlington one of the tougher tracks to win at he also won the open ground at Las Vegas as well so I think the pressure has been a little bit lifted from him but also like when I think about like how his reaction was on on post race this past Sunday people were like well why is he reacting like that? He made the championship. Hell, he was very close from not making that happen. Like, he was very close to that not happening. But also on top of that, you have to think about it like this. This is a guy who has been, I think this is now the sixth chance that he's been in contention for a champ quite a few times. Like, he's been very, very close. Like, each and every time, like, a one little thing probably could have made the difference. And in a year where he's not necessarily the favorite Definitely a lot less pressure on him for sure going into the season. I mean, not going to the season, going to the championship race at Phoenix this weekend. I just think that the guy you're not thinking about, i.e., a Kyle Larson who has won 10 races this season, I think that's not the person you would imagine win the championship, in my opinion. And I know that yeah. sounds crazy to most people, but it's just a trend of people who get to the championship for the one you're not thinking about the most is the one you're just like, ah, nah. I still remember when Logano won his championship and they had a terrible practice at Homestead. And But for some reason for me, I'm like, you know what? They might have just had a bad practice and they might have just missed a setup in practice. But I feel like they're a very good long run car that year. And they were. And they proved that. 
and he captured the championship. So, mm-hmm. you know, situations like that. Also, on top of that, going into Phoenix, this will be the first time they're having practice since, I believe, in Father's Day weekend in Nashville. That was the last time they had practice. Wow. And then on top of that, practice. this is the only practice of the year at a short track, not named Bristol Dirt, but this will be the first time <laughs> they've had practice on asphalt at a short track, technically speaking. Some people will give me grief and say Phoenix is not a short track, but you get the gist of what I'm saying. Right. They'll have a, pra- right, they'll have right, a practice right. session this weekend, so that also may make a difference. So we'll have to see. I don't know, but I'm really looking forward to it. I am really uns- unsurprised at who's in the championship for. I think this is just about close as it could have got. Martin Truex Jr. is probably like the flip-flop like one that could have been replaced by somebody else, i.e. like Joey Logano or Kyle Busch. Right. But the other yeah, three, exactly. I'm not shocked whatsoever. Yeah, I hear you on that. I know we did have a little dust up with Denny Hamlin and Alex Bowman. You know, I I, I kept looking at that, you know, over and over again. And, you know, Kenny, it, it, it's, it, I didn't, you know, that would, if I, I would be pissed off if I'm Denny Hamlin. Sure. You know no what doubt. I mean? Cause I, I get it. I get it. You, you have every right to be ticked off, you know, and obviously, Denny being the 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 older veteran, Bowman being you know the the younger a guy you know just still not as as seasoned and veteranish as Denny Hamlin, if that's a word. I don't know. I mean, I, I might have just made a word up. I don't care. But that probably has something to do with it. But you know, I know that the whole the whole thing came down to well, okay, is it you know come down to respect? Does it come down to disrespect? I I, I don't. I don't know how much detail you get into those kinds of, of of things, Kenny. But when I looked at it, you know, after so many times, uh, I don't know. If, I, I don't think that Bowman did that intentionally. I think maybe he might have done it unintentionally, and it maybe could have been avoided. But I totally understand why Denny Hamlin was really peeled. Hey, look, I understand. Like you know, you're racing for a championship. Or at least a yeah. chance to win a championship. Alex Bowman is obviously out the playoffs. However, I will always be a defender of non-playoff drivers as well because at the end of the day, everyone still has something to run for. I don't know if people know this. This is th- this do. is public now. When you look at the chartered teams, the top twenty-five. Guess what? I know they're not necessarily in desperation, desperation mode to make that top twenty-five, but there is a hefty bonus that comes with making it twenty-fifth in owners' points. So. You know, those little things do matter on the track, even for the smaller teams or the teams that are not competing for a championship right now. It's just part of the game. But they race hard. I just thought they really raced hard. I don't think Alex Bowman did that with, like, the intent to just wreck him flat out. I just think they, those two were racing hard. Then he was obviously in the moment, and I know people were very hard on him after what he said after post-race. But, hey, guess what? I'm going to tell you right now. If you're pissed off after a game or whatever, I promise you, You might say something stupid or you might say something that you're probably not going to normally say in a regular setting. Because you know what? I've been there before, even in a pickup game. I have probably said things that I probably didn't need to say to anybody. But guess what? It's just right after a game. Usually after the fact, I'm cool. It's no issue. Like, that's just just part of of sports. So, I'm not surprised. Now, the funniest thing was what Denny basically said about Chase Elliott's fans. He was like, they don't know anything. And Chase's rebuttal was like, hey, guess what? They don't care. Guess what they're going to do next week in Phoenix? They're going to boo you anyway. It doesn't even matter. And it, it's, it's facts. But I like that fun. I like that. I, I think that is great to have those levels of emotion and just letting these things fly. Let it happen. 
That's what people said yeah. they strive for. At least people were thriving during the good old days, quote unquote. And that's what people really like. So there really shouldn't be an issue. Now, I will say this. Had the roles been reversed and Alex Bowman got, or Denny Hamlin moved Alex Bowman out the way, I think you would have got a different reaction. But also, I think so too. But also, a lot of people like Alex Bowman. He's the good guy for right now. Until later in his career, maybe he might not be the good guy anymore. Denny Hamlin has not been the good guy in a long time. <laughs> Even though it's very funny that in his home state, right, in Virginia, is where a lot of this stuff happens at. That's the funny part. And Alex Bowman is from Arizona, and they're going to Arizona next week. So you know for a fact they're going to make sure they boo Denny Hamlin during the state. I mean, during the uh, pre-race introductions. But, hey, guess what? It should be a really fun race this weekend, and I cannot wait for it. Yeah, you know, I I, I, I agree with you, too. I, you know, I think it's I kind of personally like it myself. You know, whatever these drivers need to grab motivation from, you know, so be it. You know what I mean? But but I also understand why this is why this has been a huge debate with and this has been a huge question of, you know, why do we have non, non you know, non non playoff, you know, drivers racing and I mean, we could go on and on, and 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 I know this this has been debated beyond exhaustion. But I kind of wish sometimes Tam was here I, I, just to kind of get her take. But I I can I think me and you know exactly what 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 she would probably say anyway. But yeah, you know, I think people forget that you know these drivers. You know, it's just like we've said before on this podcast. I don't I can't remember if it was last week or the weeks before. That you know, it, I mean, they're driving for something as well. They got sponsorships, they, exactly. you know, and and uh, you know, they have all of this stuff that they need to to keep driving for. And I understand it. Uh, maybe the casual fan may not understand right. it, but yeah, you know what I mean. It, it it's it's something that you definitely have to kind of kind of sit back and and kind of really explain it to somebody who really doesn't know. Because I hear that question all the time, Kenny. They're like, why are they? I don't understand why do they keep having these drivers out. There? There and they're not even racing for anything. They're just in the way, and it <laughs> and you kind of start scratching your head and you kind of want to pull your hair out a little bit. Yeah, but, uh, you know. Yeah, you know. The what I'm more saying? you because know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And trying to explain to somebody who really doesn't understand, I just like you might as well just explain it to a doorknob because you'll probably get a better reaction. Yeah, it's but, it's hard. You know, people are, people got to <laughs> learn at some point. But yeah, it's true. Everyone has a, their own race they're still running for. So yeah, it's yeah, you it's know, easy to be I mean, pissed about it, but it's just the truth. Because I promise you, I don't yeah. think y'all would have that much enjoyment if you only had eight cars out there. I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's weird, and and when you when you have to try to explain it, like I said, it's just uh, it's just a hate it. It's just a headache, and breath. You, you just need to just save and not waste it on somebody that's not really going to understand it after at the end of all of right. that. In any case, I, Kenny. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I mean, I don't know if you have anything specifically else that you want to discuss or touch on. But other than that, we can move on to some predictions if you're ready. Yeah, our last predictions of the year, which is crazy. Well, here we go. Our last predictions of the season. It's time for race predictions. Kenny, my man, tell me who you got. Well, a full season of predictions. That means we made a total of 38 apiece, like respectively. So, yeah, we are finally here. Phoenix Raceway. 
championship four. I don't think I'll go outside of the championship four this this uh, time around. I think I'll just go straight to that and uh, pick our champions. So for me personally, I actually think Chase Elliott may repeat as a champion and win it again in Phoenix. Um, my alternative pick will be Kyle Larson, his teammate. I think that's just the easy pick. He has 10 wins a season. He's been the most dominant driver, no doubt. So I think it's really easy to pick those two. Can't say the other two are bad, but you know I think you go with either or. But it'll be really interesting. I will make sure to put up a poll on Twitter to also give you guys a little bit of a Ooh, uh, yeah. time to interact with us from now until championship weekend, until the actual championship race. So I'll make sure I put up who's your championship for a pick. Make sure you guys let us know. Follow us at Turns No Breaks on Twitter. And with that being said, Renee, who you got? <laughs> well, this is going to be no surprise to you. It certainly isn't no surprise to me. And it certainly shouldn't be any surprise to our listeners. I got Chase Elliott winning this weekend as well. I mean, there's no doubt about it in my mind. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I really think that Kyle Larson can can pull this off himself. I would like to go also with my alternative pick as Kyle Larson. But to be honest with you... I don't I don't want to go with Kyle Larson just because I just don't want to win. I don't want to see him win. I got nothing against Kyle Larson I, and just it's 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 kind of like how I used to how me and Tam used to say You want to see Patrick. the underdog win. I get it. You want to see Martin Truex Jr. Yes. the guy that no one's really yes. talking about win the championship. <laughs> I, I get it. No, right, that makes so, sense. right. But I love Chase Elliott and uh, I mean I like Denny Hamlin too myself, you know, but out of all four drivers Elliot is the one that I like the best. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm just going with my heart and could because I want to see my guy Chase Elliott win. And I would I would not mind at all seeing him repeat as champion. But I want to go outside the box, Kenny. I am gonna go with Martin Truex Jr. as my alternative pick. I'm gonna root for that underdog, but to win the whole thing, Chase Elliott is my pick, Kenny. Those are my picks, and I'm sticking with them. If you have a pick, why don't you send them to us, all fans of All Turns No Breaks? Tell us who you got, whether it be Denny, whether it be Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, or the man himself, Martin Truex Jr. Let us know, and like Kenny said, hit us up on our social media across the board at Turns No Breaks. Once again, that's across the board at Turns No Breaks. You can hit us up and 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 interact with us all week long up until the race. And please let us know who you think is going to win. Let us know who you think might win as your alternative pick. With that being said, Kenny, this is our second to the last podcast of the season of the year i can't tell you how excited i am no offense to all the nascar fans out there or all the fans of all turns no breaks but man it is a long season and and kenny i I, i'm sure you probably feel my pain that i i'm just tired and i want (laughs) to (laughs) break i want to break look we are ready for that thanksgiving turkey so i understand it's been a long year man you know it's been a great one for sure but uh yeah, it's time it to close really it out. Is. <laughs> yeah, man, it, it definitely is time to close it out. Once again, I just want to give a shout out to my boys, Rico and Fuquan. Uh, I'm always thinking about you and, and, and I always have you in my 
my thoughts and my prayers. Uh, so with that being said, for all of our fans at Turns No Breaks, we certainly appreciate you hanging in there all season long. Hang on for us. We got one more after uh, the final race. We'll come back on and close it out with a final podcast of the year. But like I always say, be kind to each other. Be safe. Have a wonderful day. Have a great and fantastic week. And for Kenny and myself, we'll see you next week one more time right here with all turns and no breaks. See y'all. I mean, shoot, we're going to the desert, so stay hydrated. Yep, definitely hydrated. Thanks so much for tuning in. 